0: Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 229 of the Oki Geek Podcast, brought to you by Oki Comics. I'm Michael Cross. Our friends at Literati Press are heading to Kickstarter again, this time to raise funds and awareness for issue two of the amazing series, Glamorella's Daughter. The campaign starts Thursday, March 4th, and here to talk about it is the artist for Glamorella's Daughter, the one and only Jerry Bennett. Jerry, welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me again, Michael.
0: So, for those who don't know, tell us what Glamorella's daughter is all about.
1: Well, uh, simply it's a it's a relationship story about um, daughter, really. Uh, the daughter her names Comet. She has um, a mother who is the defender of Earth, and so. And the funny thing is that they have nothing in common, so uh, <laughs> they are trying to just understand one another in amidst all the adventures.
0: So this is how what happened. Uh, what what what's going to be going on in issue two that the people would be excited about? Not don't give away any secrets, but just kind of what what can people expect?
1: No, 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 not going to give away any secrets, but uh, it, it's just you know uh, continuing the life of Comet. Uh, uh, she, you get to see her in, in different elements that you hadn't seen her in the first issue She uh, obviously she goes to school like any other kid so you'll see her at school uh, you'll see her with her family uh, some unique situations with her family arise and, uh, and just a little craziness with a, uh, a, a, a portal to other worlds <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh just that old thing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Right. So what what was what was right like right putting this together? We're not writing, but, but uh, um, uh, drawing this. Well, you know, it's been a really
1: unique experience for me because. Well, so the, the original concept for Glenmorella's daughter was mine, and I, I actually tried to write it myself
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and I've had it for years and I just. I just couldn't do anything with it myself. I, I'm I just I'm not a good writer yet, and uh, I'm trying to become a writer. But in the meantime, I just got really frustrated with it. So I went to someone, you know, who I thought uh, who I consider a really great writer, uh, Charles Martin. And so mm-hmm. uh, he had come up with some really great stories about it, you know, and uh, and I and I've always had in my head, I've always envisioned these characters to be African American. And and so we decided that uh, we really wanted authenticity in vo- in the voice of these characters, and so uh, we invited uh, Brandy Williams to join us as co writer. And mm-hmm. so it's been a really great experience to see uh, the relationship of these characters come to life through uh, the writings of Charles and Brandy, because both both uh, writers have a really a really unique voice to lend to it. Uh Brandy has been really great uh, in, in, in allowing us just to understand uh a relationship side between uh an African-American mother and daughter. And then and then um I have forgot to even mention is that uh the main character, Comet, she is on the autism spectrum. Right. And and Charles has a son on the spectrum, and so his voice was very uh instrumental in bringing comet to life as well, and so. Uh, uh, in getting to create these characters, you know, I've had great uh, discussions with them about, uh, you know, how they interacted and what kind of world they lived in. And so it allowed me to, it really allowed me a a lot of freedom in bringing them to life.
0: Yeah, I love the fact that it does open the door to people who are uh, on on the autistic scale as as well as people of color. And it sends out that message of, they're they're people too with with issues and and problems that are unique as well as similar to everyone else
1: absolutely and these are underrepresented voices i i feel like in media um i mean you don't see many characters i don't know if you see i don't know i i can't even think of any autism characters uh, that are out there um there's a few and, and, and there's been some great representation in movies and television but not in comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I feel like we have something very unique in that aspect and, and then there's very few uh, original characters uh, of color. And so I'm, I'm very, very excited about uh, just getting continue, continue the series in this way.
0: How long do we expect? Is there a, is there a time or a series limit on this or, or is it just are you just hoping to keep going until you kind of run out of ideas?
1: That's actually a really great question because um, Charles came up with an aspect of the story that that could allow us to go on for a long time. And so we uh, are asking ourselves, you know, how far should we take this? You know, uh, we have an initial, uh, it's like a two season arc right now mm-hmm. we have. So we're going to have two, two uh, graphic novel volumes, which will be about six between seven to nine issues for the first story and uh, and then uh, we're gonna decide how far we want to take it beyond that We, I feel like it'll probably go for another few seasons and and we don't want to necessarily wear out our welcome and you know you know you, you, you ever you've seen some of those series that that go out on a high note you know yeah. like, just like a real exciting ending uh, just a real satisfying ending and and you, and it hadn't been out for like years and years and years you're not sick of the characters and sick of the storyline and and so we're we're trying to f- figure out right now where how far we want to take and how far or at least how how uh how not to get how how to keep people from getting sick of our characters.
0: right <laughs> <laughs> and well the one one thing about uh comics of course is that that usually characters don't age. Is there any chance we're going to see Comet do some aging at all? Or are we going to try? Yeah, that's a great.
1: And see, that's another question that we're looking at. We honestly don't know at this point. Cause like right now, the initial, this initial first arc, uh, you know, happens relatively quickly as yeah. far as time. And so you don't see a lot of, uh, age, age growth in, in that storyline. Um, that I mean that's an exciting idea to just you know go uh, a year or two later and see what happens in their lives. So yeah and, and that's part of that conversation of how far we want to take the story
0: yeah it's, it's just a matter of how much you're getting support I guess from the the reading community
1: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely uh, we we have some grand visions we would love for audiences to really you know endear themselves to the characters and the story and um, even further you know I mean, you know, this whole this bucket list item of getting acquired by like, you know, a Netflix or a DreamWorks, right. you know, have an animated movie or further, you know, you never know where these kind of things can take us. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're just leaving ourselves open for some of those doors, possibly. And, and seeing oh i I just feel like there's so much potential at this point and so so we we aren't uh closing any doors on any aspect of the story right now so uh, but you ask great questions i would love to see oh gosh i mean i i could just imagine uh comet uh you know years down the line as even as an adult maybe you know like her her generation as an adult um and what that might entail because like we don't even know. We haven't even explored if uh, she herself has powers that came right. from her mother, you know. So, gosh, yeah. So, yeah, just lots and lots of lots of doors that we're excited to look at.
0: The Glamour Daughter is almost kind of the flagship of what Literati Press is really trying to do right now with its uh, three major comics that are coming out this year, uh, Blackjack Demon and um, uh, I've, uh, we promise we you promise utopia. utopia. Yes. Yeah. Um Is the, does that feel like there's a little pressure on you to 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 make sure that this product is is at the level that you that Literati Press really wants it to be at?
1: You know, I could see it being a pressure situation, but honestly, I feel like it's been a confidence boost in, yeah. uh, for me because uh, you know they love. Uh, everyone at literati press and everyone involved at literati press has been really excited and really enjoyed all the work they've seen come from uh daughter at this point. And, um, they're excited to put it out there as, as uh, in, you know, and develop as wide a fan base as they can get. So the fact that I'm one of the three comics that they're really pushing on a national scale, um, is very exciting to me. And, and so it's very, uh, very confidence building it, it makes me excited and, and even gives me a little more uh freedom to just explore um uh, my my drawing style because like as an artist I, I feel like i'm always growing mm-hmm. and i i always have trouble just staying with one consistent style uh, Although, like as as the comic book cr- progresses, as the series progresses, I, I hope there will still be a recognizable style that is mine throughout each issue, but at the same time, I know that there's little changes. I even see myself in the style as I as I draw each issue. In fact, I'm I'm currently drawing issue three right now, and um and because we're planning an offering as one of the uh, stretch, you know they you know how Kickstarter has all the stretch right. reward goals. Um, one of the goals is having a sneak peek at issue number three. So, oh so, you know, we're not stopping. And in fact, they're, they're that comfortable and confident with Glamorella's daughter that they are really trying to push the uh, schedule on a monthly basis for the diamond distributor push. So,
0: yeah. so we'll see. Did. So talk to me about how much you guys are wanting to raise and then what kind of levels you guys have.
1: So uh, for this one, we are experimenting with uh, goal amounts. Like last, last time for issue one, we had a $3,000 goal, which we funded and, and even hit an, a stretch goal. And so uh, this one, we're actually backing up to $1,500 for our goal. We feel like because we have an initial fan base now, hopefully that $1,500 will come pretty quickly. And uh, we're just wanting to see what kind of, um, uh, I can't think of another word besides algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there is there is an ag- algorithm related to Kickstarter and how they get their, how they reach audiences. And so um, if we happen to, you know, fund it like fairly quickly, we can take advantage of that and uh, push towards the, the stretch goals. And so the stretch goals, uh, we have like, we have three $500 stretch goals. So, so if we hit uh, 2,000, we'll have another sticker. We're starting a whole series of stickers, one on each okay. character. So it's, it's a really fun thing and hope, hoping people will get on board and want to try to collect the whole set you know, of all the characters. And then uh, the next goal, uh, w- which was actually suggested by a, uh, a backer, for the first issue, uh, a door hanger of, okay, so I, I don't know if you saw the, the sticker for the last Kickstarter, which was, leave me alone, I'm reading. Yes. It it was a, it, it had a lot of really great response. And so we're taking that sticker idea and trans uh, translating it into a door hanger, because uh, we've had a lot of people interested in that idea. So uh, that'll be the next stretch goal. And then a final stretch goal, that we've come up with is that sneak preview for issue number three so Mm -hmm. so uh and beyond that we haven't even considered but but i mean it's it's probably something we should take a look at just in case because uh we uh have been really getting some really great feedback and response on the first issue from our
0: backers and how much can people Are there levels for people to give at to to get certain things
1: Yeah, yeah. We've actually uh, changed up our rewards. Uh, We have several new reward levels. Um, We uh, have uh, some exciting new variant covers we're going to offer for issue two. So yeah, um, uh, another amazing local artist, Marcus Ekers, who is a very, uh, very awesome, stylish uh, digital artist, has a very unique style all his own and um, we were able to get him uh, to do a cover for uh, one of the variants. And then uh, we're gonna have an exclusive Kickstarter only variant cover that you can only get through Kickstarter that I did. And so we uh, have, Three different options, uh, three different choices. Or if you want all three, we even have a level where you can get all three. Oh, great. And so uh, we have that. We have a, a lot of the similar ones where you can get, like, if you wanted just the digital copy, mm-hmm. or if you want to just the uh, one print edition, or if you wanted a, a, a buy one, give one to a friend. Um, we recently actually uh, located at a really amazing charity called uh, Comics for Kids. And, um, we have a level where you can purchase an extra comic to give to a child, uh, that is in the hospital or a cancer center. And so we're really hoping that one will take off because we would love to have a, a ton of kids who are currently having to endure hospital stays or cancer stays. Um, uh, we would love to have them, uh, just be able to have a little bit of joy with our comics. And, uh. And then we even have a really great uh, level uh, for schools in the way of a virtual school visit from our creative team. Uh, we have it, we're have set up where uh, if, they, if they wanted to purchase a set of the comics, it will come with uh, a school visit virtually mm-hmm. through Zoom and uh, where we can uh, talk to them about the comic itself and how it was made and the process and, and just our love for comics to share with the kids.
0: How long is it going to be running, do you know?
1: Um, It'll be running for approximately, I think, 25 days. Okay, so we're going to full. Yeah, I I think, I don't know how long they can run for, because I think there's different time frames you can have it run. And uh, we're we're doing something new in that we're uh, going to be running our Kickstarter alongside some of the other Literati Kickstarters going on right now. So We, uh, we Promise Utopia is actually currently going on and mm-hmm. uh, uh, currently uh, getting funding. Uh, and so it's kind of another way of experimentation by having ours running alongside another Literati title. So I believe ours will, uh, we're planning to, I think it kicks off uh, this Thursday, the 4th,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and going on through the 25th of March.
0: That's wonderful. I, you talked uh, again. We're talking about uh, with Jerry Bennett, uh, the uh, artist for Glamourella's daughter. Jerry, you'd mentioned about uh, the other artist who's doing one of the variant covers. Uh, you've got two writers. Talk to me about the collaborative effort that goes into creating a comic book.
1: Oh man. Okay. So, well, you need and, and creative teams can vary in number. Um, you know if you if you're an author illustrator you could do it entirely yourself uh i'm even writing i'm trying to write finally a graphic novel of my own of another creation of mine that i plan on drawing and so uh, uh it's a it's a time suck a huge time suck <laughs> but uh and so there there is that one idea of uh, creating a comic book uh, by yourself but i i I definitely really love uh being part of a team and so uh so we have writers and then um myself as the artist mm-hmm. and then we, in fact one of the writers brandy is actually a colorist and an mm-hmm. artist herself and so she's actually doing the color flats and i'm i'm uh, fin- doing the final color color finishes of the of the issue and um and and if we even wanted to go further um we have um uh, you know, you can have an entire team. You can have a penciler, you can have an inker, you can have, you know, one or two color artists, uh, and then there's the letterer. Charles mm-hmm. is actually uh, Charles, the writer, is actually doing our lettering, and so he's creating all the pan, all the uh, the bubbles mm-hmm. and the dialogue, um, and any captions. And so uh, there's really a, a a large team that can go into creating a, a monthly comic book. So um and as far as the process goes um you know you can uh do it in so many different ways i feel okay. like um at, for me like they give me s- s- just a ton of freedom just to sit down and you know lay out lay out all the pages pencil them out draw them out and i do them all di- i do it all digitally at this point right um i'm using uh procreate actually on my ipad and, and drawing it entirely on my ipad and uh and so, uh, you know, if I, if I had a, a larger, if, if, if I had an editor that was looking over my shoulder, like an art director or something, you know, I would probably have to turn in layouts, uh, you know, at a level and get approved before moving on to like final pencils and final inks and final colors, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but, but we've, we've had a lot of, we've been given a lot of creative freedom as far as just getting to just start from the beginning and finish it entirely. So um, it's been a very re- rewarding experience for me.
0: That's amazing. And it just it takes that kind of collaboration to be able to work as a team. So you got to be able to trust these people.
1: Absolutely. And, and I think that's been the thing that's I think what has been winning us all, throughout. Uh, like I, I've got total trust in Brandy and Charles in their writing. You know, I you know, they and they they even want the, the cool thing is they want me in on the decision making uh, as far as the direction that you know, Comet and her mom and dad go in. And, um, and then I, you know, I, and I asked them, you know, what elements that they would like to see in that, in their world, you know, in the world that they inhabit, you know, like in the school, is there any particular uh, students that they want, you know, involved in this process? Um, mm-hmm. You know, cause like, there's a lot of uh, uh, side characters that, that kind of get on Comet's nerve that you'll find out quickly. And then um, and there's a lot of uh, other people that work with uh, her mom and her dad. Her dad's a scientist and has a lot to do with why Glamborell is here in the first place. And so uh, you see a lot of his side of his work uh, and, uh, and the people that work with him. And so, and in fact, you're gonna find out there's people that work with him that, that end up becoming uh, instrumental in the storyline itself. So there's a lot of really neat aspects to this that's given us a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, excitement, and uh, and we've we've been we've been just uh, real happy with all the decisions that we've made with each other in, in regarding to the writing and the art. And so it's it's easily allowed us to trust each other in going uh, forward from issue to issue.
0: And the, the real the great thing about it is there's really so many places you could go with it uh, that it's just really kind of up to you guys to figure out where what the future holds for Comet and uh, for Glamorella.
1: Absolutely, yeah, we've had, we had some brainstorm sessions and we've realized there's so much that we can do, uh, uh, especially with the one aspect that involves the, the portal itself. And so you, you're gonna, you're gonna find that it's wide open for a number of really, really neat, unique story ideas.
0: If someone wanted to still get issue one, where can they get issue one?
1: Well, actually, uh, this glamorella Kickstarter for number two is going to have an option where you can get right. issue number one and two. So, yeah, yeah, because we figure we're hoping that, you know, as each issue comes out through Kickstarter, that will just grow excitement. Maybe the, uh, the people who have been backing us will share the love of the comic with other people and. And they're going to, you know, want to get that issue and get any back issues. And so we definitely want to make every issue available through Kickstarter as they come as each one comes out. So, yeah. So there'll be like issue upon issue. And even um, after what we call season one ends, uh, which will be like the first half of the arc, Mm -hmm. um, we're going to have a trade where people can get soft covers of one through four. Yeah. So that's going to be really exciting to see that trade come out.
0: That's right. And so that so because people come might come sometimes come late to pieces like this, and you want to be able to make it available to go to binge read, <laughs> as it were, yep. uh, every every <laughs> comic, you know, everyone that comes out uh, instead of because people come late to it. And it's like, oh, I, I don't know if I want to get into it because I can't find the other ones. Uh, you want to make it as readily available as possible.
1: Absolutely. And I and I guarantee there are people who are probably waiting for the trade to come out because like I'm I'm one of those people now. I I've got so many different comics that I love to read <laughs> and uh, I've been able to get to a point where I just allowed some of them just to accrue into the soft cover trade when they come out. And I just I binge them as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, it's So, much, well, it's so much easier because I I love I will read my comics once. But then I put them in the bag and the board, and I don't want to pull them out again because they're bagged and they're boarded. So right. I would much rather grab the trade paperback, and that one's the one that I can read. Over. I, mean, I will never touch any of my Sandman comics, but my Sandman tra- trade paperbacks, I'll open those up anytime and start reading them.
1: Oh yeah. And that's the beauty of trades, you know, you, can, yeah. you can just do whatever you want with them, you know, and, 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 or even letting them out to other friends and that, you know, that, and that just continues to grow the excitement for that trade. And so, so yeah, we're really hoping that when the trade comes out, um, there'll be kind of a blooming of the audience for us as well. So, I mean, uh, we've, we've got a really great start with issue one with our audience and, uh, and, and everyone's been really excited and what's, it's been great to, to watch, um, all the different uh, locations that we've been shipping the comic to, all, you know, from the west coast to the east coast, we've we've had a, we've, we've garnered a really great audience, and mm-hmm. and there's even some people from overseas, uh, oh. who there was uh, someone from Italy who wanted the comic, uh, and they just wanted it digitally. They didn't want us to you know to to uh, spend you know lots of money to ship it out there, and they they gave us the print issue to give to a charity. So it's been oh, great.
0: That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah yeah and so but Glamorelle's daughter also is and that's I really want to make sure that people know that this is for for anyone from from the from a child to the child at heart <laughs> no matter what age you are.
1: You know what this has been the most surprising thing for me I think out of all of this is the, uh, how wide an audience has really enjoyed the comic? Because we've we've intended it for like a an upper middle grade, y, young YA type of audience, but um, you know, young and old, uh, all ages have really uh, been receptive and have enjoyed the humor and the the style of the art and uh, and where the story's going. And so it, yeah, that's been just the the most mind mind-blowing thing for me about all of this is that uh we've reached a way bigger audience than i had intended uh that i had imagined that we'd reach so it's that's been just but nothing but pure gold for me
0: what is the next thing for jerry bennett right now do you know
1: right now um i'm hard at work uh getting all the final uh elements for uh the kickstarter this mm-hmm. week and then uh uh continuing drawing uh, issue three and then i'm gonna go right to work on issue four we're we uh, really don't want to slow down at all now and so we're we're really uh working towards getting season one in the can so that's and then of course uh, any side stuff uh for me is like uh working on my uh other graphic novel that i would love to work on so i'm i'm very excited about that so Mm -hmm. we'll see where that goes as well And, and it allows me to experiment with some other uh artistic styles for comics
0: yeah, and the more we add the the, the titles of, of Glamouril's Daughter, and We Promise Utopia, and Blackjack Demon, that it just grows the name of Literati Press overall as well.
1: Absolutely, and, and, and something that we've really enjoyed is having three different titles that are targeted for three different audiences, mm-hmm. so that allows our reach to really uh, grow wide, and so we're, we're just really excited about the prospect of Literati Press becoming a larger mainstream organization that, that has a national reach. And, and hopefully that'll mean uh, more open doors for Literati Press uh, mm-hmm. to reach uh, and to have access to uh, help garner uh, and discover new talent. And so, uh, which has been one of the ultimate goals overall has been just finding amazing Oklahoma talent to uh, spread to across the nation.
0: Right, because it's there. It's the talent is here. It's we've got it. We just need to let everyone else know that we've got this talent.
1: Absolutely. And, and literati press has been doing some really neat uh, things that they're in in preparation for. Um, They're taking major steps in trying to help uh, nurture those artists as well. So anyone who is a comic book artist or is an aspiring comic book artist can reach out to literati press uh, and, uh, we are more than willing in fact we're trying to set up a whole system where we'll have a sample script for them to illustrate uh, or uh have a, a sample template for writers to write mm-hmm. um and be able to give them feedback and be able to help mentor because because like there's a lot like you said there's a ton of talent out there and a lot of them just don't know the steps to to, to rise in the ranks of, of the comic book world and they right. don't know how to exactly get into that door and we want them to find that door so we're we want to help them locate the door and enter that door and um and especially when COVID, uh, when it starts, you know, dismantling, when, once we start breaking barriers and getting the vaccine on a larger scale, mm-hmm. um, I think we're really going to be able to have some bigger doors open for those artists and writers to be able to come in. Because we have some, uh, uh, they have a huge program they're getting ready to set up. And I'm going to, I'll let them talk about that. But this program is going to be an amazing opportunity for up and coming uh, creators. I guarantee it.
0: That's going to be so much fun. Fantastic. Jerry, anything else you can think of that you want to make sure you mention?
1: Man, I, I just say, uh, just, you know, uh, find the Kickstarter this week uh, mm-hmm. and uh, share the love on social media. Uh, you know, we're looking for, uh, you know, we're looking for backers, obviously, but even if you can't back, uh, we, we would love for you to share our stuff and, and just get the, get the word out.
0: Yeah. Give it just a dollar. That way it kind of keeps it going and 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 gets people gets people knowing that it's going on
1: absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah by even giving a dollar you know it keeps you in the loop of everything that we're doing uh, with that kickstarter so yeah we would love that you know the tiniest uh donation and it would go a long way for us absolutely
0: fantastic jerry thank you so much and we look forward to march 4th when this uh daughter issue two goes live on kickstarter
1: Sweet. Thank you so much, Michael.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Jerry. Hey, that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. Our theme music was produced by Monument Studios. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU, Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify and Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Jerry Bennett, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.